This is a podcast from SPH Radio. Welcome to Much Ado About Sports, where we explore the roles of industry experts in the APAC region and how their respective organizations are adapting to the market. In Tales of the 6-5, we'll chat with Singaporeans who are shaking up the sports industry. All this while debating current issues in sport. Much Ado About Sports with Adrian Abraham. Coming up, Iskander Sharville, the marketing partner of Kemtai in Southeast Asia, explains what makes the fitness app so unique compared to its competitors. Great to have you on the show, Iskander. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks, Adrian. Kemtai, I know I have used it and we'll get to that a little bit later. But in terms of fitness apps, given the COVID-19 pandemic, you see so many different fitness apps that are advertised all over social media. What makes Kemtai unique? So I think when Singapore experienced a circuit breaker, as well as lockdowns or, you know, movement controls in other countries, you start to see a lot of virtual or online classes taking place. Most of those classes, they do not provide real-time feedback. So in the case of Kemtai, all you need is just your existing laptop, Chrome browser, and then you can have a workout as if you have a personal trainer right beside you giving you real-time feedback. Now, the app launched in Southeast Asia on June 1st and recorded 200 registrants in Singapore in its first week. Now, given that success, what does it mean to you to have that sort of you know, positive feedback coming through from Singapore? I mean, you said it did launch all over Southeast Asia, but to see that traction here, I mean, you must be just doing something right, given that it's only the figures from the first month. Yes. So I think during the ticket breaker, you know, the gyms were closed. And I think we probably launched it, you know, at the right time, you know, for people because people are actually working out from home or, you know, and basically with the gyms being closed. So everyone wants to do something and keep themselves, you know, physically fit as well as to maintain their mental health. And so in the case of Kentai, globally it was launched on the 19th of May. And it was less than two weeks later that we launched in Southeast Asia. We see that at the start of the launch, globally, there were about 10,000 registrations from during the beta days in March. And since then, we've almost doubled the number of registrations, meaning to say there are a lot of people who actually want to try out this software that they can just use or apply using their existing device. So now you're the marketing partner of Kemtai in Southeast Asia. And before this, you had a corporate background. What were some of the challenges that you faced getting into this designation? Okay, so in the last couple of years, I've pretty much been in the sports tourism space. So meaning to say it's all about life events. It's about, you know, having to cross borders. It's about having to fly. And, you know, in the last couple of months and probably more months to come with borders still being closed, only essential travel allowed. I think there's a need here for people to stay fit while being at home. And this is where I think Kim Tai has a real role to play for people. Now back to Kemtai, let's talk a little bit about the subscription plans. There's the free version, which includes three exercises, and the premium version, which works out to about $11.50 here in Singapore. Of course, it's priced in US dollars. But in terms of what you get from the app, and I know this because I've tried both the versions, and it's incredible. The AI technology that is used on the app tells you if you're doing something wrong, you know, if you should move, say, your arms closer together. The best part about it is you can literally control your exercises just by raising your hand if you want to go next, if you want to pause. It's just incredible. And I think for that price, keeping in mind you pay about, what, 70 to $150 here for a personal trainer, this makes a lot of sense because now a lot of people 
are doing their workouts at home. Yes, that's right. So I think there's a few elements to it. First is the price or the affordability. So at US $8 per month on an annualized basis, you know, as you mentioned, it's about slightly more than $11, Singapore dollars a month. That's the price of, you know, two cappuccinos or two cups of espresso. But I think what's more important is that with gyms these days still in that state of opening or perhaps closing and then reopen again, I think in terms of fitness, you actually want to have, you know, something that you can sustain and maintain in a stable environment. So in this case, I think Kemtai, you know, being affordable, as you said, is so much cheaper than having a personal trainer. So this is something that you can do while being at home, on demand, and with a real-time feedback being given to you. We're in conversation with Iskander Sharil. He's the marketing partner of Kemtai in Southeast Asia. And now that we are in phase two of a safe reopening here in Singapore, is it more challenging now? Let's say because gyms are open, people will go to the gyms, or do you feel that more people will sign up to this app just because, you know, they want to be careful, they want to take a little bit of caution and not put themselves at risk? Do you feel that even with this sort of phase two reopening, that Kemtai is going to attract more users than, say, ever before? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think since what early April when we had a circuit breaker in Singapore, so I think that the fitness industry has actually you know, changed quite a bit. And you know, the buzzword these days, gyms and, and all businesses are you know, having to pivot. So I think not so much about Kentai, but about the gyms themselves. So uh, the, the buzzword that I've been hearing the last couple of weeks, this thing called digital. So where even the gym subscription models, you know, have evolved to become, you know, a physical space plus the digital subscription as well. So, for example, in the case of Kemtai, uh, we are there serving this role on the digital side. So you could be a, you know, an avid gym goer. So you may still want to go to your gym, but even let's say in today's phase two environment in Singapore, where because of that safe distancing, there are limits to the number of gym goers at any point in time. So should you have a personal trainer at the gym, you can meet that person, but obviously there would be time limitation or, you know, some constraints. And then you would need to have a digital subscription, in this case, this digital software, to actually supplement or complement that training program that you already have with your existing uh, PT. So Iskander, let's go back to what makes Kemtai different compared to the other apps out there. I mean, not just the AI part of it. What else do you feel, you know, is different about Kemtai? So I think um, uh, working out from home, you know, home fitness has, has has been around for many years. Depending on how old you are, you could have experienced home fitness through the VHS, you know, uh, videotape kind of workout. And then you went to the internet, you know, it's a working out with a YouTube, meaning, you know, you follow what's on the screen, what the trainer asks you to do. That, I would say, basic level of uh, home fitness doesn't have any feedback at all. I think in the last couple of months since the circuit breaker in Singapore, we could see Zoom classes. So meaning to say you have a live session with a trainer on the other side of the screen. And, you know, if, for example, you feel like if you're doing a squat or jumping jack and that's not quite right, you could ask for feedback. And that trainer could say something, but it, it doesn't accurately measure because, you know, it's limited, I would say, by the screen. I think where Kim Tai comes in handy is that uh, because of that computer vision, because of, you know, that relationship between you and the laptop that you're looking at, and because it scans your body, so it can tell you accurately and specifically whether you're doing a particular, you know, exercise correctly or not. And I think that's the real value of this app. Now, Iskander, let's talk a little bit about the future of Kemtai. Can you see this possibly being rolled out in schools, let's say like in PE 
or in the medical field as well. Are there any possibilities or plans to go down these two routes? Sure. So Kempai, uh, we start out first in the space or in the arena of fitness. There is definitely a usage for it to get into the medical side. It is not our focus right now because if you look at things like prevention and cure, so you know fitness is more like prevention before you start to get into the cure part, which is medical. To your point on whether it could be rolled out in schools or in Singapore's context, you know the military groups, whether it's the army or the police. So there's definitely a usage for that. Uh, if you recall during the circuit breaker period, even the uh, recruits for the military, they actually had to do their basic training from home. So if you have a software like this where the administrator on the other side remotely can monitor you know, the progress of the recruit, I think that's quite cool. And this is where, you know, as a direction, we are heading towards. Sounds amazing. Well, it was an absolute pleasure speaking with you today, Iskander. And I hope to hear some great things about Kemtai and how it grows. And we'll be keeping an eye out to see where Kemtai, you know, heads into the future, where it's going to be placed. Let's say not just a few months from now, but given the pandemic, maybe it's going to grow even faster than anyone has ever predicted. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks for your time. Much Ado About Sports is a production of SPH Radio. It's hosted and produced by Adrian Abraham. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home. Listen to more of our podcasts at SPHRadio slash podcast. And if you have feedback for us, send it to podcast at sph.com.sg.